Do we need to rebrand listener yes. food news? Yes, we do. What is it? Like food tales? You news. You news. Nah. It's okay. Like, it's like okay. a little 2013 you for me. You food news? Food for you? Your food news? Food use. Use food? <laughs> food use. Food from use? Use on foods? Re-eating food? Use on foods. Listen, people. Send us some ideas of what we should call this segment to listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. I didn't know we were recording. Why? That's great. I like That's the point. Let's send us your personal food news and your ideas for the name of this segment because it's just not working for me. Are you going to transition into podcast voice like that all the time? Yeah. I like it. I am. I support it. Okay, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. First up, Snoop Dogg. You're never going to believe this. He's releasing cannabis-infused onion rings. Can He's you in the cannabis industry? Yeah, can you believe that? Snoop Dogg? How shocking. I cannot believe it. They even have a catchy name because that's who we're dealing with these days. I mean, how has he not diversified his brand alliances in well, these past 30 years? A couple things I want to... I want to start on the onion rings. Okay. Snoop Dogg releases cannabis-infused onion rings. That's the, 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 headline. the headline. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, this is brilliant. Is it? But then I saw they're more like Funyun rings. Yeah, they're Funyuns. I thought they were actual onion rings, like, like the type the you oven? get at like a diner. Yeah. I love onion I thought rings. it was like a fried onion onion ring that gets you high. And I was like, now we're talking, Snoop Dogg. Now, now we're cooking with oil in a fryer. But then when I saw there was just like, like yellow and pink circles of candy. I was like, this is no different than anything else on the market, Mr. Dog. So, so there's two flavors, onion and spicy onion. They're called Snazzle O's. They're cannabis infused. And it's easier to note on the packaging that there's zero CBD per bag. And then there is the amount of THC in it, which is actually a lot. Like I like that. It's 100 milligrams THC, 10 milligrams THC per serving. That's kind of like basically what you get in a gummy. Yeah. So I'm just like, do these just taste like they're, weed? And they're very snackable, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I've like, never had one Funyun. No one in the history of mankind has had a Funyun. I think if you had a bag of Snazzleos, you would, like, regret yeah. it. Yeah, you would You would be in the corner, staring into the corner, this in the like, fetal position, just waiting for it to go away. This would be like and then someone would be like, drink dangerous. milk, it'll go away. And you'd be like, bro, where I'm at right now, milk is not going to solve. Milk is not the antidote to this. I'm, like, actually afraid of this product. I don't think it should be sold. I mean... It just seems like that's too much THC. I'm sure I've said this before. 
I don't know if you know this, but I have children, young children. Uh-huh. Every edible candy is something that kids eat by the dozen. It's mm. like gummy bears, chocolates, funyuns. It's just like we should start. We got. We need like cannabis infused broccoli. You know what I mean? We need. We need to. We need to go the other direction with this. <laughs> I think that also would taste good. I feel like. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I feel like that seems yeah. like a, something that <laughs> sure doesn't happen. <laughs> I can't believe it, but like. This just seems dangerous to me. So I want everyone to proceed with caution. Yeah, be careful. All right, let's move on. Uh, Jacoby, I heard you have a business idea. I was imagining an onion ring, an actual onion ring that was cannabis infused. I got excited about that. And all it all all came crashing down when I saw a picture of the Swazilos, Snizzlos, whatever they're called. Okay. And I was thinking, what if we've got this trend, this, this craze of impossible meats, impossible cannabis meats, Cannabis fused fake meat. Go ahead. I'm giving this idea away for free. I ask for nothing in return, but someone's going to turn that into $100 million. Here's my thing about that. Do you want your meat to have the, the slight taste of cannabis? Because every. I, I like my meat to have the taste of meat, which is why I don't really like impossible meats that much. Okay. So this is just for other people to eat, okay. not for you. Not for me. Not for me. No. no. <laughs> so you won't be taking part. No. no. Um, Reefer Madness. I just don't know why, like, weed's not put in basically everything, I guess. Like, it could be, right? Like, why? Why not? I don't, I don't really want that. Like, I'm not looking for weed to be in everything that I eat or really anything that I eat. But I don't know what's stopping us. Like, I think we, I, I guess what I'm saying here is, like, I hope the market moves to a point where this is, like, no longer fun and catchy. Like, it's just is. You, you have weed products. It's been legalized in so exactly. many places. There you go. We'll keep it moving. I, you know what? I just realized it's a bad business idea. <laughs> it was so good that you wouldn't tell it to me before the pod. I know. You now I'm to... embarrassed. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I actually feel shame right now. I'm so sorry. I want Mike to edit that part out, this but is, you know what? I can eat it. Let's this just move is a safe space. Thank you. doesn't feel like it sometimes. This is an article coming to us from Food & Wine about honey. There is a thriving honey business based in Brooklyn's Greenwood Cemetery. There is a, <laughs> there is a guy named Davin Larson who has a day job, but his side hustle mm. is making honey based on um, bees that he keeps inside the cemetery. The cemetery is very large. It's very beautiful. Yes. It's like a park. It's, like a, it's a tourist and the locals attraction. Um, and a, there's some great quotes in here. There's a lot. This is a long article about Mr. Larson and his lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, his One of his coworkers says, I mean, everyone loves local honey, but especially having the unique provenance of cemetery honey is a huge, is huge as a gift item. And that's said by John Connolly. And I was just like, huh, never thought about that. <laughs> yes, it's but called Sweet really... Afterlife, which is a good name. It's a great, there's, there's I think one... it's, called, it's called The Sweet Hereafter. The Sweet Hereafter, even better. Um, there's one part of the article that really threw me for a loop. He was like, they made, uh, he had a bees, uh, whatever they call them. Beehives? Bee, bee projects on his on the building, the roof of his building. Mm-hmm. And he was looking for a new place to do it. So he wanted to go to the cemetery. It says, congruently, the cemetery was looking for someone to put bees there. I call bullshit. The cemetery was not like agenda item A. You know what? We really love, we love beekeeper to be around here from time to time. I, I don't have any facts on this. No, but, no, nor do I, but, but I know that's bullshit. Here are some counterpoints to that. Bees are an essential part of like every ecosystem. And it's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why like bees being endangered is very scary. So maybe this was like for natural pollination of flowers and such to happen inside the cemetery mm. to make it looking pretty. The cemetery is also an arboretum, I read. Yeah. Um, I have a personal story about the cemetery. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Okay. In May of 2020, Pandemic, pandemic season oh, one. Oh, yeah, that's early pandemic. Yeah. Like you're still wiping down like your groceries. <laughs> yeah, and like maybe yeah. wearing a mask outside. Yeah. And it was still like a little chilly. 
a friend and my a friend of mine and I met at the cemetery and we went for like a pretty long walk in the cemetery in the cemetery. I think we met there around like 6 p.m. or something. Okay. And it turns out their cemetery closes at 7 and they lock the gates. And we got locked in. What? <laughs> what? You know what, Seriously. Julia? I did not believe in that story 15 seconds ago. And now I'm 100% back in. We, we got locked in. I thought it was we went for a walk in the cemetery. No. Getting locked in the cemetery. And, well, no. the, and the sun's coming down. The sun was coming down. The sun was like down. It was like this 7.30, is awesome. 7.45. We what like, is your fear level? Is there part of you It's like, oh, it's no big deal. Like when I actually get eaten by zombies, they probably don't exist. Or, or, or is it like, I might never leave here. I'm going to have to sleep here and I'm definitely going to be haunted. So I was, there was, I like a, this. there was a number to call if you get locked in. I guess it happens. So we called the number. Straight to voicemail. We had to wait like, a, <laughs> yeah, we had to call like a multiple times. We had, we had to wait a long time <laughs> yes. for the patrol car to come. But like there are like tall, there's like a tall fence. It looks like a, a cemetery fence. Could you climb over the fence? One could if they're like physically gifted. <laughs> okay. And my friend who I was with is definitely physically gifted. So like he could have done it, but I definitely would have like wait, impaled this was a date? myself. This was a date. <laughs> wasn't really this was a date. A date. No. I didn't know you, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is a, just like a Tinder date? A hinge? No. no what, what are we doing now? No, it Raya. Was, so it you went on a first I'm, date into a cemetery walk and it was got locked like, in. It was like a like into the twenties hang of someone I'd known for many years. Just happens to be male, and no such thing. <laughs> I, there's, a, there's a reason. There's no word for that. <laughs> a friend is what it is. What? Is what I said before. Also, no such thing. <laughs> Anyway, I was like, you can climb over. I will get impaled and die. So I, I'm not going to do that. I'll have to wait for the patrol car. But uh, then I'd be out of there. He waited. He waited <laughs> as well. Thank God. But yeah. Um, anyway, I haven't been back since. I, uh, yeah, I haven't been back since, I don't right, think. Right, so that's well. my Greenwood Cemetery story. We didn't see any bees. So that, Maybe that's why they're looking for a beekeeper. <laughs> the story delivered. Great story. God, right. I, you, you really slow played that. Yeah, that's the art of storytelling. Yeah, so you went on a date with a guy in a cemetery, got locked in, had sex with ghosts, and then the yeah, patrol car came and exactly. like, got you guys home. And now I'm haunted, and I commune with ghosts every night as a result of getting stuck okay, in the cemetery. There's a Canadian town that has a 17-foot Cheetah statue. And not only does it have a Cheetah statue, let me describe it. It's in, first of all, southern Alberta, which is like western Canada. Great region. It's a hand, a giant hand, mm -hmm. in stone color. Holding a giant Cheeto with orange powder. The Cheeto's orange and there's orange powder on the fingertips of this fake statue hand. So we don't have to talk about this for very long, but when I looked at it, I was like, pretty cool. Is that, you know, I was like, hey, look at this pretty cool statue. I, it's 17 feet tall. I, I like it. I think it is cool as well. It's also just like in like a random field. So you're just sort of it's like, what's cool. going on? I dig it. Like, I'm like, cool. It's like cool pop art. However, I'm going to assume the elements are like kind of tough there and like a lot of um, snow and it's Canada, right? So do they have to repaint this every year? Like what It'll kind of, fine. What kind of paint fine. are we working with? I think it's a brief installation. It'll probably I'm go. a real negative Nancy on this Yeah, one. this is ridiculous. <laughs> you got notes about the Cheeto statue? Like I was like, we don't have to talk about this very long. That's then, a cue. And I'm like, pretty cool. Well, this is why I excel at getting locked in a cemetery. You can always find a topic. <laughs> exactly. Listen, this town is in this this is in a, a town called Cheetle, which I'm like, if you're gonna go for like a pop culture themed statue, don't you just go for a Don Cheetle statue? That'd be much better. And, and then he'll fly out too. Yeah, it's great photo ops. Yeah. All right, next. Next time. Moving right along. Um, this is exciting to me. Trader Joe's mm -hmm. 
has brought back samples after, you know, sunsetting that during the hiatus. As you may, may recall, at Trader Joe's, they're back where they have the coffee. They would always have like a sample of some product they wanted you to buy and they stopped doing that. And now it's back. And I'm really excited. Question. Yep. What would they have to put on the tray for you not to get a sample? I was thinking about answering this myself as you were talking. And I was like, I like, I think it's like, like uh, raw fish. You know what I mean? Like, like I, what could they put out there? I'm slightly allergic to apples and peaches. So I would say that I would probably pass on, but everything else in the store, I would at least try. In a Trader Joe's? Yeah. Yeah. Like every single item in the store. Unless it's like they defrosted some of their fish and they didn't cook it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but that's like illegal. Like of every product (laughs) prepared appropriately, I would, I would try every single product in the store. Yeah. Actually, the only thing I'm like, can we get a different beverage other than, than the coffee? Like, can we get a juice? Can we try a lemonade, a limeade? You guys got a lot of stuff here. So Give me something else. I will I will eat, as long as there's not like a line for it. You know, sometimes at Costco, there's a line. If there's no line, I will eat a sample of anything, no matter how hungry I am, no matter how unhungry I am, no matter just eating, no matter what product you have, I will take a sample. In the early days of Whole Foods or earlier, they used to have free samples, and I loved it. And that's long gone, obviously. Jeff Bezos is like, no, nothing free for you. I have no sample relationship stronger in my heart and in my stomach than that with uh, like a Panda Express in a food court. Oh, interesting. I've never really experienced that. Oh, constant serving trays, paper, pile of chicken, each with a toothpick, and then multiple people outside just being like, come on by and grab some. Small bites being brought to you is just one of the best ways of eating. I just like, I just absolutely love it. I love past hors d'oeuvres. I mean, is there much better than like a pig in a blanket being passed around? (laughs) Sometimes I'm hungry and I see the person and I really want what they have. And there's this dance I have to do with myself. Be like, just don't. Just stay still. It'll come to you. Just don't be the guy. Just like stay still. It'll come. There's a process to this. You do not need to attack that person and grab two from their tray. I like to stand by the door where they come out of, like close to the oh, kitchen. I like so you that get strategy. F- first dibs like all the time. Oh, here's another thing I don't like. Okay. I don't want the napkin. Oh, I, I often need it. But I didn't have it's in my hand. Here's a then I'm sitting there with a napkin and a toothpick. Like all of a sudden I'm trying to find a trash can. Like and then I, and I eat another one. Now I've got two napkins, two toothpicks. One invention that is not handcuffed. widespread enough is the trash can cup with plate. Like, you need that cup that has, like, a plate at the bottom or, or somehow, like, around it so that you're able to have one hand with all of your food and drink and the other to eat said food and drink. Because what's really hard is when you have, like, a drink in one hand and, like, a little slice of pizza in the other. But some yes. really classy parties have figured this out, and they give you your beverage in a, in a vessel that also has a plate, plate attached to it. With it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why this isn't more widespread. I, I Next time I have a big function, I will have this. All right, so you start the cup and plate revolution, and I'll start Impossible Cannabis Meats. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. And we'll make it a competition. See by next week who's up, running off, up and running off the ground. Let's move on. Taco Bell's doing a lot of stuff. We talk about Taco Bell often, and like we don't. Again, this is one that I don't think we need to talk about for too long. But you can vote on which Taco Bell items you want to come back. Great, we, great we, Mexi Melt. That's it. I want the Mexi Melt back. Great taco. Double decker taco. Double decker taco for me. Love that. But then. I didn't really click on any of these stories because I'm sick of him, but I saw oh, that yeah. Pete Davidson is like doing something to talk about. He's like apologizing for like shortages and stuff. He did a like uh, commercial that runs through. It's like a big Taco Bell commercial and it's very much in like the Pete Davidson voice. Mm-hmm. And just to sum it all up, they're like, do you think it's going to work, Pete? He goes, I don't know. I didn't read the script. <laughs> 
That's I, it? Yeah. And it was just like, it's like, he's like this aloof Pete Davidson guy that's too cool. And Taco Bell's like chill about everything. It's not good. It did not. It did not make me want to eat tacos. Mm. Well, I think I'm sick of Pete Davidson as like a personality. But I, I think I like him as a comedian, maybe as an actor. So just get back to work, man. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I like people who work. Shall we do one more story? Yes. Which one do you want to do from this list? I and mean, there's a lot of good choices. I want to do Martha Stewart. Love Martha Stewart. Also love this brand. She's partnering with Liquid Death. Who, Juliet, Juliet is a Liquid Death consumer. Yeah, I love Liquid Death. Uh, she's making a candle. And Liquid Death is an Amsterdam-based water company that like basically looks like a monster energy drink. It looks like a beer, yeah. It's yeah, and like a big can. They have sparkling and still. It's water. It's water. Looks like a beer. But it like looks like it's for like a heavy Metallica. metal banger. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's like Slayer Metallica. Like in like beer. when in like hydrating on your motorcycle, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, she's partnering with them to make a candle that is a hand. This is a theme of today's episode, hands. Holding a liquid death can. It's all black. The wick is red and has literally nothing to do with Martha Stewart. Like, None I, at all. I don't know why she's this attached is what to I, this. It's exactly what I wanted to get to. It's like, what will Martha Stewart say no to? Like, I, Martha Stewart, like, what is happening? I don't know. And also, she's like, she's been doing a lot. This article notes in the past, this is from Food and Wine. In the past couple of months, she launched the restaurant in Vegas. She launched mm-hmm. her own Chardonnay with mm-hmm. an Australian wine brand. And she started uh, endorsing Green Mountain Coffee Roasters while naked except for wearing well, an apron. naked except wearing an apron. And she's also, I mean, I, one thing that shocked me was her age. They put it at the top of the article. 81. Take a nap, Martha. She looks good. Take a day off. She looks amazing, but she's working hard. She opened a restaurant, opened a wine, and posed nude, and made a candle for a rock and roll motorcycle water company. I just want to note the candle's $58. Uh, another thing I wanted to say. Like, out, who's, who's the target market for this? Outrageous. Also. And it's an all black candle that, that you can't put inside of a candle holder. So you're going to get black wax all over the place. This is a bad product. Martha, what are you doing? What is the number? Right now, Julia Lemon, what is the number that Martha got paid for this partnership? Well, I'm going to go with like 750000 Yeah, I was thinking 500000 Yeah, like something like that. And how is that worth it for Liquid Death? I don't know. Here we, ta- here we are talking about it. They got a mention on Food News. Yeah, I mean, also this, our cut? this is a Halloween thing, which like didn't even occur to me at first. Yeah, it's a but, severed hand. But oh, my- did you hear? Read her quote about how they made them. Please, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's just so good. I recently heard about an interesting new beverage company called Liquid Death. Together, we teamed up to create an utterly delightful candle. A lot of people are asking me how we made them so realistic. Well, it's not easy. Each one is made by hand. Is that what you want me to read? Get it? Yeah. They made by hand. Hand. I was wondering if the hand melts. Yeah, the hand melts. So the whole thing melts down. Can and then hand. Yep. Can and then hand. Can hand. the hand. Can the hand. <gasps> All right. Juliet. Let's get into the taste okay. test. So, Juliet. Yes. I took over taste test for this week. You sure did. It's a lot of pressure. Um, and I was nervous about it. So I decided to play to the audience. So I just want you to close, the, close is, your eyes. Is the audience me or is the audience? No, the audience is you. Oh, okay. So it's not the listener. Yes. Yeah, so close your eyes. Okay. I don't like surprises. It's not no big deal. So we're not going to taste test anything this week. Oh, wow. It's going to be a power ranking of familiar items. Ooh, interesting. One through five. The definitive one through five ranking of, now you can look. Hostess <gasps> Snacks. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> I knew you would be. Wow, 
One through five, coffee cakes, cupcakes, honey buns, Twinkies, and powdered donuts. Which will be number one, two, three, four, and five? That is today's taste test. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Oh my God, Jacoby, this is overwhelmingly wonderful. I love Hostess snacks. I know you do. Every time I go into Bodega, I want to buy all of them. I just did. Uh, And so I am so delighted. So we are going to rank Hostess cupcakes, coffee cake, Twinkies, donuts, powdered donuts, and the honey bun. Mm -hmm. So the coffee cake and the honey bun are really outside of my usual range. Like, I don't usually go for those. So I'm really excited to try them and see where they stack up. Let's do this. Let's start there. Start with the with the coffee cake? Yeah. Okay. This little cinnamony. Mmm. It's really good. I mean, so, I feel like I'm in an airport, but it's really good. What a great, great way of describing that taste. The thing about the coffee cake I like is the functionality of, like, you can have this for breakfast. It's not any healthier than, say, like a Twinkie, but it's a no. breakfast food yeah. because there's some cinnamon in it. Yes. That's one thing I appreciate about it. Like, oh, this is in the Delta Lounge for free? Yes, I'll yeah, take five on that flight course. with me. Great. So this is sort of going to be like a gymnastics competition, obviously. So right now, coffee cake is number one. Right. Number one, coffee cake. Some tells me it's going to be a short stay. Although, I don't know. So next, we're going to the jumbo honey bun. It's a little dry. The coffee cake was moist, which I liked. Mm. Good flavor. First upset. First upset. Coffee cake, still number one. Hmm. Hmm. This one's drier, more dynamic flavors from the coffee cake. You get crunch, you get mush, you get cinnamon. It's just like, it just got more going on. 
I feel high. I feel higher class when I eat the coffee minutes. cake than than the jumbo honey bun. So we're in agreement. One, two, coffee yeah. cake, honey bun. All right. Now, I, now the real there's, there's like a little a little piece of coffee cake just lying around. I'm you might as well it. just take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for cleanliness' sake, because you know you're a scientist and you don't want to have mm. that and get mixed in with the other the other ones. Um, let's go powdered donut next. Okay, because it's similar texture. It's like a texture you progression. You once said this is the greatest food or something. I think I said the chocolate co- the chocolate covered chocolate ones. Chocolate covered. Shoot. I got That's it. That's okay. I really like these two. But okay. this kind of hostess and Entenmann donut are my fucking jam. Yeah, I, I know you love these. Mm, it's so good. That's good. So good. What is it? It's not that much different than the honey bun. Mm, but it's denser. It's yes. moister. It's like a more subtle taste. It's so good. It's also like at, as much sugar, but doesn't hit you over the head with sweetness in the yes. same way. Yes. I would say that that is my number one. Agreed. And so on and so forth. Now we're going to some classics. On to the Twinkie. What's your relationship like with Twinkies? Like, have, did you ever have a Twinkie phase? No. Never had a Twinkie phase. Did you ever, like, really like them? I did. It had a lot to do with marijuana consumption in my teens. You've never seen Grease, which came up when when Olivia Newton-John died. Yeah, Mike Wargon shot. I've never seen Grease yet. Twinkies are no part interest. of Grease. So, like, they've been in my consciousness for a long time. Oh. Like, they're paired with a dessert wine by Jan. Um Anyway, it's a whole thing. So Twinkies are like part of pop culture. Mm. It was really good. Do you like this? Yeah. It's really good. It's unlike the other ones. It's a little tangy. Fluffier, tangier, and the cream in the middle. Oh, cream in the middle is so good. That's it's, the real It's distin- like a lemon cake, kind of. It's a pound cake. That's the real distinction between different kinds of these delicious, delicious confections. Filled with something or not filled with something. This is so good. I've actually like forgot how good a Twinkie is. Yeah. Each of us took three bites of that one. It's really. So we just had full disclosure. Mm. Three bites of that one. That's by far my favorite so far. It's good. Wow. I like it more than the donut. I, Easily. I it's not a, even close. I haven't had a Twinkie in so long. Holy shit. It's good. I am. I feel inside of me, my body like going into like a, a I'm in, small yeah, in shock. shock. Yeah. yeah. It's going so into much sugar. Small shock. Like my stomach is like, what's going on here, bro? It's like, so uh, good. Come in, Jacoby. Jacoby, come in. Uh, right. What are you doing up there? And now we have the classic hostess cupcake. I, before we have this, I just want to say, were these called ho hos at some point? No. A no, ho- those are the ones that are like little. That's a round yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spirally. Ho- the, this cupcake is so iconic that the, that the like fancy schmancy cupcake stores like Magnolia and elsewhere try to copy it. But like, they can't. There's something about the simplicity and the low endness of this that is just so wonderful. It shouldn't even be copied. And the top, the top layer, like ch- cr- chocolate crust. It's not a frosting. It's more like a metal. It's like, like, it's a, like you'd it's, go to Mars and it would still be yeah, there. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a rock. Like I don't frosting is like you put your finger in it and like swipe some off. You put your finger on this thing. It, it, it is. It is. I'm just gonna have a bite. Oh my god, it's really good. The cupcake and the Twinkie are in a class by themselves. They are, but the Twinkie, the Twinkie's the best. No, disagree. Well, wow, you choose cupcake. Cupcake over Twinkie. I loved that Twinkie. I forgot how much I love them. I know. Mm. Okay. You and I diverge. I've got cupcake one, Twinkie two. You've got Twinkie one, cupcake two. And from there it goes powdered donut, coffee cake, and the honey bun. I agree. Yes, Twinkie, cupcake. I got to say. If I'm going for a second bite, I think coffee, I'm gonna, cake. coffee cake over donut. Yes. 
I really like the coffee cake. I'm with you. It's really good. You have chocolate on your tooth. I don't care. distracting me. I don't care. I'm not even going to wipe it off. Okay. We're going to do the rest of the podcast like this. Great. Right after I take this final plate of coffee cake. It's really good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going coffee cake number three. Coffee cake's really good. Huge upset. Coffee Huge. cake. What a day for the coffee cake. We knew the cupcake and Twinkie were going to do well, but coffee cake didn't wake up this morning thinking it would come in number three. In general, coffee cake is a great item. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love it. Morning cake. And it's like, it's usually, if it's done well, it's moist, dense. It's really good. Mm. I forgot how good Twinkies are. This is now a Twinkies podcast. <laughs> Don't do it. No, I know, I'm, not, I'm not happy more. I, I feel, you were reaching for the second no, one. No, no, no. I, I feel sick, but I just was like looking at, just looking at the packaging. Also, you know, Twinkies come in different flavors these days. But I just like the classic. Classic. So good. This is the kind of shit that I love so much that I never buy it because it like feels so sinful. It's like, how can something be this delicious? Now you're doing it for journalism. That's <laughs> true. You did it for me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I need to make you happy. I'm just here to make you happy. Oh, thanks, buddy. Let's move on to our personal food news. Mine's a horror story. So, as discussed last week, I got snookered into buying Coke Zero Dream or Dream Coke oh, Zero. Oh, yeah. I had fucking nine cans in my fridge that I was just like, I, I need to get rid of this. You gave me the great suggestion of just putting it on my stoop, bringing it outside. I did that. I was holding that in some trash. I was just trying to make one run, just minimize the amount of stairs I had to walk on this evening. So I have the open, like, carton, you know, like one of those refrigerator cases of 10 cans in my arms. One can falls out inside my apartment. I just burped from the hostess. Um, It fucking exploded everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. And the so the Cokes, can fell. Did it start like spinning around on no. the ground? It's just like immediate, immediate explosion. Just fountain. Immediate, yes. And so it's like all over the door, my white walls. Weirdly, it didn't get on the carpet. So it was like some kind of like karmic fuck you from Coke Zero yes. being like, yes. we got you once, now we got you again. again. Yep. And then I had to like get a clean sponge that I hadn't used before and like sponge down. The door, the walls, the floor. I had to make sure. And it got on like one of my pairs of sneakers. And I was just like, is Coke trying to lose me as a, as a customer? I'm loyal. I have a Coke Zero with me right now that I had to go out of my way to get because I can't seem to find it like for many of my grocery places. But like, it was honestly a nightmare. And I was like, this would happen with Coke Zero Dream. dream. I think it was the dream getting back at you. The dream heard what you said I'm about aligned it. it. They had a conversation and it was on their way out the door. Did you put them on the stoop? Yeah, I put them outside. Now they're gone. I, I just exactly. I hope that someone's getting joy from them because it really. I imagine this is like Toy Story. Where they talk about you when you leave. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. They move around. They're like, "Did you hear what she said about us on Food News?" And then they plot yeah, it like, against you. Is my are my possessions, my belongings, mad at me when I leave my apartment messy? Like, do they prefer it when any, <laughs> or like do they get to commune together when I'm gone? The or? wallet is spouting spouting dream Coke Zero up from the can on the ground. It'd be weird because if you grab it, it was a really weird. You're thing. gonna spray it around. So how do you approach that? It just all came out. It like turned upside down and just like it was really fast. Honestly, it was like physics that I can't explain. But like the can just like popped open. I was also like, this is faulty packaging. Diet or Coke Zero. Everything about Coke Zero Dream is awful. Also, I was trying to buy real Coke Zero on I think like Amazon Fresh or whatever. There's another like 
trick flavor of Coke Zero out Another there. Another one? Yeah, and like it's a it's like a dark purple. It's like instead of green, it's like moon or something like that. Oh, that's the uh, Greenwood Cemetery honeybee flavor. Well, I'm also I was confused. I meant to mention this last week when I first bought the when I first saw the Coke Zero Dream. It never occurred to me it'd be another flavor because I was like, oh yeah, J Cole is really popular at Dreamville, of course. I thought it was like a Dreamville you collab. Thought it was Dreamville. When I thought I th- thought it was a Disney thing, <laughs> I thought it was J Cole, and I, I thought was it was like, Disney. you thought J Cole had a, a Coke Zero flavor. Yeah, I did. That's not so crazy. Doesn't Travis Scott like collaborate with Coke or Pepsi or something? Kind of. I don't know. Like, I think that's actually more normal, like doing Travis uh, J. Cole themed packaging than a disgusting unnamed flavor called Dream that then got all over my floor. I'm pissed. Just give me some Coke Zero. Regular. I feel like the Coke Zero is mad at you. I think so, too. I'm, I'm in a fight with one of my lifelong brands. You are. Very uncomfortable. You really are. You got to become a Pepsi girl. <laughs> I used to be Pepsi, girl. I switched. All right, your turn. All right. My personal food news, which is really a question for you. Okay. Um, Joey told me we had plans Tuesday night. Me and her and a friend from out of town and her best friend. Uh, Upcoming or did it pass? Already happened. Okay. Very fancy sushi restaurant. Ooh, okay. Fantastic meal. Where was it? I don't want to say. Okay. Great sushi. Expensive. I'm nervous. Duck tacos. Ooh. Amber Jack. Mm, we had some Amber Jack recently. Yeah. And what, because that, that's what inspired me to order it again because I liked it so much. Just great meal, course after course. Like, just, we'll just keep a menu on the table and keep ordering. The server was new, was a bit disheveled, wasn't the most knowledgeable about mm. the product. Wasn't like, what if, 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 if I'm going to get this sort of high end culinary experience, I want the service that comes along with it. Yeah, of course. Question it's for half, you. It's half of it. For you me. know, I'm a big tipper. Do I still tip like 20, 25%? Yes. But, I didn't want to. I made a mistake because there was four of us and Joey didn't have any credit cards. So I put down two cards. Oh. On the first one, I tipped big, mm. just forgot. And then I was like, oh my God, she does not deserve this. So, it, so even if you get bad service, you do not deduct from 20%. Not really, no. I never do. No. I just wanted to. It's a I real dick that, move. I've heard this is like a thing. Like if you get bad service, then you, like, you don't give a great tip. I, I just always feel bad for the person. Me too. Because they're making like $250 also, an hour plus tip. who knows what else tip. is happening in their life that day? Maybe they're having she an She must have had a lot going on in her life. Or like, I don't know. I just feel like it's really terrible to not leave a good tip. That's, I also feel like it's terrible to not fill out customer service surveys after you have like an encounter with someone where it's like, you know, you get the email after, like, stay on the line to answer you a few questions. No way. Oh, do you know what? I skip giving stars on Uber. I think that's fucked up. I think that a lot of these jobs, like, the feedback impacts your your pay. I've never skipped giving stars on Uber. Yeah, because it's pretty hard to. But, like, no, I always... No, I do, actually. The I, upper right corner. <laughs> it's pretty... I, I, like, always give feedback because I feel like if uh-huh. it's good feedback, it, like, actually helps that person. So. Great person. I try. Thanks very much to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. My tummy hurts. Thanks to Steve <laughs> Jacoby for this hostess affair. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.